Dead Air Hardcore Radio. What's up? You are listening to Dead Air Hardcore Radio. This is the last episode of the year. I am. I have the uh, pleasure of having the what it takes crew for the last episode. We're going to do something a little, a, a little, whoa, a little different. We normally do our uh, seasonal track by track talking about our favorite, uh, you know, talking about their favorite tracks. But today we're going to, we're going, we're going top 10 lists. Every single one of us is going to go down the line and talk about what are our favorite uh, records of uh, 2023. Um, but before we get into that, uh, how are we feeling? How, how are we doing? Um, OG Jack. Uh, I've been sneezing, been coughing, been doing good. <laughs> Other than that. Uh, no, it's been it's been a, a good holiday season so far. Been able to spend a, a good amount of time at home and looking forward to see what twenty twenty four brings in the in hardcore. YJ, I've also been doing pretty good. I've just been hanging out with my family the past couple of days, soaking in the holidays, enjoying some rest, and also I got a I got a ball and cup uh, for Christmas, and I've been playing with it pretty obsessively. And so that that's that's really been the defining feature of the past few days for me is this ball and cup. And yeah, that's my only thought. Nothing about hardcore. <laughs> no, no, this has been a chill holidays. Like everybody, uh, the family shit, the fam showed out. Um, it's my first time in a while having one of those, uh, just those cheap ass, um, the ho- the holiday the holiday uh field roasts and you know what they're not not honestly when they're cooked right not bad not hmm. bad got and so uh chill just uh i got to do a whole lot of nothing on christmas and that's the absolute best gift like not doing yeah, dude, anything having a, a low-key christmas where you don't have to do much traveling or anything is, is awesome it's like over and done with by like 10 or 11 and you can just yeah dude. the whole day i did spend a considerable amount of time working on some projects that that we're collabing on I, but besides that i was like that's it that is as far as i'm uh that's as far as i'm going to uh for for this christmas i'm not doing any more any more work um but i'm very excited for 2024 there's a lot a lot going on in the pacific northwest a lot going on in hardcore and it's gonna be another um i needed that rest because it's gonna be another busy year for sure oh, yeah um dude yeah like the the string of gigs and festivals that are being announced for early 2024 i feel like are really impressive already and it's like intimidating because it's like if we're starting off the year this strong what's what's coming you know dude it's like, a lot it's it's yeah, a lot dude. i'm excited i'm excited like it's we're the, a lot of work is being put into hardcore right now and uh 
But let's look back for a moment before we get into this list. Um, we always talk about how we feel about the summer of hardcore, the spring of hardcore, et cetera, et cetera. How did we feel about 2023 as a whole for hardcore? I I would say that like in large part, I I think it was still pretty strong. I think the at the beginning of the year, because I mean, coming out of the pandemic in like 2021 and then 2022, we had so many big releases and big gigs happen. So like you're starting to hedge your bets a little bit like, oh, when, when is it going to start to like flatline or start to trend downwards a little bit? But there are quite, quite a few great LPs, a lot of great EPs and demos that came out and a lot of bands that really made their their mark this year. I mean, it's it's been it's been pretty fucking wild, honestly. Um, I think. A lot of these festivals that happened this year had probably some of their best lineups. Like when uh, FYA was great. I know this next one's just as good, if not better, the one that's in January, but that kind of kicked off the year right. And then uh, Banging in the Rock, I heard was really cool. Flyover Fest was awesome. It's, just, you know, it's been really good, honestly. You know, like I think uh, I've had to sum it up, maybe pleasantly surprised uh, of how good it was. I agree. Yeah. I'd say that's um, it's about the same for me here. I feel like um, this year we're seeing a lot of like follow ups and comebacks post pandemic. This is maybe the first year where everything's been like business as usual and not like, you know, because like 2021 and 2022, you saw hardcore coming back, but you saw it coming back in a big way because no bands got to do anything for a year or two. And so 2023, I feel like is maybe the first year where people feel like they can calm down a little bit. And because of that, the scene has had some room to breathe and there's been some unexpected reunions and also a lot of new debuts. And so I think it's been like a very rewarding year overall. I I agree. It's been, I think, because uh, not every show can be a winner. Um, mm. I will say, I will say Pacific Northwest, um, from what I've seen, is this might be some regional for for because there's always been some scenes that have always you know survived no matter what but i think that the pacific northwest has really gotten it uh the best this uh in these last couple years and this year because because of the work uh new faces new bands have put into the scene um, there's so many, like, so I am putting my hat back into the ring to book shows in 2024. Um, I'm multiple shows, not just, not just some of the ones that I've been hinting at. Um, but it was actually like, it took me a while to make that decision because of how many other bookers, how many other shows are happening and how well they're how well they're doing it's like it's really really cool to see on the local level on the bigger level it's 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 a very interesting thing to see we see we see some band we see some bands really rise up into um what you kind of saw in the mid 2000s for some for some of crossover bands um for you know bands like knocked loose we always knew it was going to happen but like it's uh with 
basically being uh almost a stadium level band at this point uh we see all we see continue like turnstile on every rock festival um because of uh, because of a record they did almost almost three years ago now um and have been just continually going off of off of that you see uh the flat spot records um roster just go insane and then take it and go and then uh and in its place where flat spot is going up into bands playing where these bands are getting deals with taco bell <laughs> for their commercials yeah. um in the in the more uh lower t- i wouldn't even say lower in like actual hardcore you're seeing uh so you're seeing a label like days just absolutely mm. kill it with the releases um triple b was triple b came came back in a really steady way as well um i i, I would say this is a real steady solid year for hardcore not not and they didn't overdo it to where to where i think we'd get burnout i think we we hit a nice real smooth steady uh point right now where we could maintain for a while if we if we if we can hold it together and not go overboard and not and people don't do dumb shit yeah you know just to add to that real quick i mean I, i think just to speak on what's happening in like virginia as a whole um i think most certainly this has been the best year for like Roanoke and the shows that we put on. I mean, we started the year off pretty strong with some like smaller level gigs. We had like knife wound come up from Atlanta. We had a giant bomb and gum come. And then towards the end of the year, we had that terror show and the, I hate God show a couple months later. And those two both sold out at over like 250 people. And that's not something that Roanoke uh, is used to seeing. And I would say just like with the rest of the state, like, there's a lot of really good shit happening in Richmond. Um, you know, you got wasted space. You got other people uh, starting to book more um, and bringing in some like solid tier stuff of, of different types of genres within hardcore and metal. So I, it's it's hard to to beat Richmond and compete with with, with what they got going on there. But every every part of the state's got good shit going on. I feel like the beach is finally in lockstep. They got like a lot of that really good punk stuff going, and then a lot of like straight up true hardcore and then the the nova like dmv uh dc maryland virginia scene is is popping off a lot i've been booking just one or two shows up there and then there's still just a lot of bigger shit coming in 2024 too that's like i haven't seen i haven't really seen stuff that big come that like is it that interesting to me in, in quite some time so I'm, I'm kind of excited to see what's what's gonna happen in the dmv but I'd say it's been a big year for Virginia. I don't know uh, if YJ wants to add anything more particular. Um, I mean, yeah, like Virginia hardcore and Richmond and Roanoke, especially, I feel like are in a spot that is like kind of unprecedented, at least like in the 2020s, for sure. Um, I mean, like firsthand, I've gotten to see by playing shows with Wasted Space, I've gotten to see that band grow where they are going from a couple months ago on tour playing Richmond to, you know, 30 people. And then the other day they played Richmond to four or 500 people at the warehouse during the Christmas show. 
And so I feel like the Virginia scene growth has been just a beautiful thing to see. You know, it feels good to be like calling this place my home and seeing the different scenes kind of band together and grow and feed into each other. And I think it's a really beautiful thing. I will add one more to my scene, seeing a all local show um, almost sell out at real art is a pretty uh, incredible thing. Seeing a headliner, uh, a local headliner from federal way, Washington, just down the street from uh, real art uh, have a full ass gig almost that uh, an energy that is comparable to, to fest levels is, is absolutely um, in, it's incredible. That's uh, so uh, we have a special thing. It's a moment in time where uh, a lot of people worked hard and stay and stayed on the path to get here. Um, so it's, it's cool. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to uh, what we came here to do. Everyone does it. Mostly anyone who loves music does this this time of year. It's right after Christmas. We talk about uh, the our uh, our year end lists. We're gonna go uh, do our top tens. We're gonna kind of just go in a circle and uh, and we'll go from ten to to number one. And I like to make mine pretty interesting. Uh, mine, I feel like the dead air ones historically art don't always add up and I do it on purpose because I really want to make sure I'm I'm looking at all the local people that I all the local records that I that I love I always uh throw in something that was just like catchy and fun it might be a little dumb but like I love it um and it's it's a it's an interesting it's a I would say mine's an interesting mix, like like always. Um, so let's go ahead. Are you going first, then? Do do I go first? Is that how we? I how think do, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're democratically you're kind of, yeah. democratically. How do we do this? So you, you so guys, well, it's your show. You, it's your show. You can, I feel like you open. You can outvote me. You can outvote me. This is uh. No, but you're already hyping it hyping it up. You're you're making your list sound interesting. So I want to know. So just just go in. If, come on. All right. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. We're gonna. We'll do me. Uh, OG and finish with uh, with uh, Jack Martin. Yeah, Ooh, I went full government. Whoops, <laughs> don't full don't. government name. You can you can keep that in. It's okay. Okay, we'll 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 protect you. All right, um, cool. So let's go ahead and uh, go and we'll go with uh, my with my number 10 right off the bat. I didn't listen to this until. I wanna it it came out in October. I didn't listen to this until the uh probably a few weeks ago. And I just I couldn't I couldn't help it. It's like it uh I was just like listening to it. I was like, this is this is it's the same vibe when I would listen to grit to to uh to gridiron for the first time and hear the and hear the lyrics. And when I heard um the song stretching the truth i was like 
Okay. <laughs> this goes on the list. Oh no, I, wait. <laughs> I uh, so my number 10 is World of Bayway. My God. <laughs> came out in, my God. Yeah. Came out Look at the that. end of uh end of October. I would never ever pin gridiron and this band ever together because let's uh i'm 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 all for um let's keep let's keep the jinko the jinko hardcore alive my god that's a sleeper pick right there dude this record is absolutely i it's fun it's catchy it i can't i when i heard the e-town part and I heard yes. like the really like uh it reminded me of the beginning of that anthrax uh the bring the noise. Mm. The, way, the yep. way he so you wanna be hardcore. And I was just <laughs> like <laughs> I was like I was like, I'm already I already I already love this and uh it's it's ridiculous. Um Every song is fun and hype. Like, I mean, if you, I feel like if you like the the latest Gridiron record, it's hard not to, not to like it. Um, like if you like if you like the words, it's a arithmetic bitch, and you don't like the lyrical content coming out of this record. It's it's, I can't there. There's gonna be some really legitimate, and this is a good uh, hardcore on this list. But this one, uh, I was like, "All right, we're you're making number." I listened to it enough to like, "You're making number 10. And I was like, "There was a there was there was another." And some people would get mad at me for this, but I was like, "I was like, do I do this or do I do the physique record?" I was like, "Dude." I was gonna do the, <laughs> do the physique record, but I was like, I'm doing you cut doing, physique, went to honorable <laughs> mentions. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you made Jack Martin's day by doing you're gonna, that. That's you're fantastic. Gonna make me cry, dude. Oh, <laughs> dude, I can't fault you on that because, uh, unlike oh, the D beat, uh, uh, the D beat low top doc man within me is crying right now. I, I need to know I need to know how how you guys feel now. I you know oh. I uh, I'm I'm a Biggie Town fan. I've been really getting back into them in the past couple weeks, um, and you know like I think their their new single that came out this year is fucking fantastic. That really yeah I thought, I like it. And I'm excited. I don't know if it's just a, a one off like single or if there's gonna be more to it, but like I'm a big fan of that. I I I'm, I can probably speak for YJ and say that. The, not the biggest fan of that kind of stuff because Dude. I play that in the car sometimes and he tells me not to play it. But, uh, <laughs> I'll give JD the auction. Yeah, I, I, I can't fault your pick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, like I, I, I also can't fault it because I know I'm like in the men- the uh, minority for like not being into that style of hardcore, but I, I don't know. I just can't do it, man. I just can't like, it doesn't, it doesn't work for me, but that doesn't mean it's not good. That just means it doesn't work for me. You know, respect to all those bands, but I will go on record and say that JD asked me to put on E-Town Concrete in the car, and I flat out refused, which I never... Asked did. multiple times, dude, and he's like, no. <laughs> I, I said, we're not up, listening dude. to E-Town Concrete. 
I think we were listening to like some country or folk at the time too. So it was like complete vibe terrorism. They go, they so, go well together. Though. Come on. Okay. All right, man. Shout yeah. out to Days for this one. I did not listen to this band at all this year, and I just went. Oh, I went in on it, and I was like, I can't. I can't help it when a band does something like this. Like I was just like, so you can you can come over here and fight me in all of Bayway. Dude, Bayway would kick my ass. I'm good. <laughs> But yeah, that E Town was was uh was pretty good. Also, one I'm not gonna want the what I I don't know if you guys uh this is a side note for for this um did you listen to that Fury of Five remix song with E Town? I don't think I have yet. No, you have to. It's I you it's 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 wild. Really? It's I it's it's I I. It's not in not in the way that I'm I'm not saying it's not mosh wild. It's it's holy shit. And I'll never say it sucks because I would never tell somebody I would never tell members of those bands oh. anything <laughs> is bad ever because I just it's it's I'm glad they did it's a it's just a it's a crazy moment in time. I don't think a lot of people uh caught this this little uh this little remix but it's uh i i implore you guys like new metal stop music no it's it's nothing that you're gonna think it is it's it's and it it features some other singer i don't know but it is a it is a um it's not a hardcore song it's not a metal song it's a remix <laughs> it's a I remix. I don't know what it really is a remix of, but it is a, it's a remix of everything ever. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, check it out. Check, uh, my 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 ghost co-host that doesn't ever get on these shows. Uh one of these days we're all for X Chris X needs to get on one of these episodes. Oh, that would be great. All four, we all four need to get my my partner who i who is like more of a silent partner these days uh needs to get on one of these episodes we'll we'll i i promise we'll do it i think that's that's the goal for the winter winter one for sure um is to get chris on the next one but let's go ahead my pick was bayway let's uh let's go to number let's go to number uh number 10 for og jack mine is uh Something that like uh, I feel like it came out earlier this year, and it just stuck with me in the back of my head for a long time. Uh, I've, I've, I'm pretty sure I'm on record on a lot of different podcasts and just in general speaking uh, how much I love what's going on in Indonesia and in, like Southeast Asia in general. Um, the the youth crew sound never died over there, to my knowledge. It just kept living on in its purest form and i think this year the band that did did this style the best is a, a band called as we stand uh the song's called in design really just like perfect like they could have played with mindset they could have done like uh a show of like praise or any of like the react record stuff 
It's very well done production wise too, which sometimes is hard to come by um, uh, in Southeast Asia because sometimes it's a little bit more rougher. But like it's really well produced, and it's just a five song, uh, either five or six song EP that just goes really, really well. And I think it's just completely written off for a lot of different reasons because I don't think people have really heard of the band or had a chance to listen to it. But it's it's fucking great. Like, I really think they hit the nail on the head with, like, the kind of, like, I guess you want to call it, like, a post-amazing core, like... <laughs> post-amazing like, core? Yeah, yeah, like that 2007 to 2011 type of shit. What say you, Trevor, and Jack? I can vouch. I was- Indonesia is, like, the most passionate country in the world when it comes to hardcore. I feel, okay. I feel like... I think I talked about it briefly last time, but I feel like in the What It Takes DMs, almost like all of our message requests are, hey, we're a band from Indonesia and we want you to listen to our stuff. It's like either Indonesia or it's like Colombia. And that's yeah. that's like our international like reach outs 100% of the time. I would say same. Uh, we said that last time. Uh, Indonesia rocks. I need to listen to this band. I don't think I listen to this band at all. I don't think we we didn't have it on one of our shows, did we? I don't know if we did, but I will say that it got onto Spotify, I think, a little late, but it is on there now. Okay, um, I, I'm going to check this out because I have not checked this out yet. Yeah, the EP is called Strange, uh, and the band is As We Stand. I think I think you really dig it, honestly. Like it's it's some really good shit. I'm post. I listened to it again core. today, mm. full uh, at the gym, and it really pumped me up. Um. Let's go to uh, YJ. All right. This is my uh, my number 10 pick is uh, also my in memoriam pick for the year because this band broke up recently, I found out. And that makes me really sad. Um, so my number 10 pick, I have Wheel of Pain by Consec, which is mm. a band out of Athens, Georgia. Um, and they put this out on Not For The Week Records from Virginia Beach. And there's not a whole lot I have to say about it. It's just like condensed fury, punk, fun, hardcore. And it's like, it, it, it's like as many minutes as there are songs type thing, you know? And the vocalist, I feel like, just gives a very like engaging performance. It's just fast and fun and great. And I've listened to it like 20 times. And yeah, I'm a huge concept fan. Uh, JD can vouch for me on that one. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I was, I'll just add a quick thing to this. Cause like, I, I think it's a power move to, to write a really incredible record and then just call it. Um, and this, this is a fantastic LP. It's not really a, a sound that I go to, to that often anymore, but like very, was very happy seeing this live and it, it, it translates over really well on recording. So, yeah. And there's just like some really interesting, like, rhythms and vocal styles going on with this album which i feel like is i think that that's like the biggest strength of like this sort of more punk hc thing like the sorry state and not for the weak bands is that all of them are just like not afraid to go balls to the wall like super fast and super weird and that makes all those bands sound like consistent but very different and i think that makes it like worthwhile to hear no. Yo, Young Jack, would you agree with this statement if I broke it down as the three main hubs of like punk hardcore in the Southeast is Athens, Georgia, Birmingham, Alabama, Richmond, Virginia? 
yeah. I'd say maybe. I I, yeah. Well, what would you change about it? I, I would change Athens to Savannah. Okay. I mean, I don't know if they're geographically that that far or close, but yeah, I could dig that too. I think that's just like where all this, if you're into this type of shit, you need to just like look into these three scenes and you'll find a pl- like a, a wealth of stuff. You, you really just will have so much on your hands. Yeah. Honorable mention to a uh, protozoan from yep. Savannah, Georgia. Ooh. Ooh, that one. That's a, that's on my honorable mentions as well. Really? Um, yeah. That's crazy. I would have never, <laughs> that's a real surprise out of left field. Holy shit. Dude, that's a, my list. My list is I'm mm. a I'm an interesting I'm an interesting person. I also I'm gonna say that I decided to make a make a change to my list. Looking at one of my releases and uh, comparing it to the other one, I decided to move it to an honorable mention because mm. I was like I made a I made a I made a last minute uh a last minute switch up. We'll you'll you'll find out later. I'm 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 keeping it interesting. Uh, All right. I will say, as far I, this is another band, I have nothing. Um, I have not. I have not listened to uh, YJ's pick. Uh, but I will say about on um, the last episode, I talked with uh, Chris uh, Williams from uh, Change and uh, North Coast Hardcore Radio. He we talked about uh, a band from Portland. Uh, called open head who uh dude i love that band i love they, that band they broke up what they started in february and broke up in august and they put out an amazing wow an amazing demo and it was uh yeah they, they that's heartbreaking that's it's, terrible it's absolutely so i i absolutely know how you how you feel about that um so I guess we'll keep going with we're on to number two. This one number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. My bad. We're going in reverse. So he so this one, some people might not like me for this one either, but musically, this was this was one of this is one of my favorite. I love fast and angry. Um could uh could get I don't I don't know how I don't pay attention to uh to uh you know twitter and or x or how they feel about this band but uh this record uh came out in august it was pretty good i love uh fast and angry cali hardcore uh so my number nine is straight not giving a fuck by human there we go that's a certified classic yeah Yeah. man this one is really fucking good. Um, I, I can't, this is, this what, this is like, this keeps basically, uh, the hard, but fast, um, California hardcore, uh, tradition alive, um, with stuff where you are still, it's not like super beat down heavy or anything like that. It's no real actual breakdowns, but you're, still like on the stage and you're fucking you're still whooping ass because that's kind of how this music is kind of catered to <laughs> dude yeah people will die people will die when this album comes on and that's that's a beautiful thing because it's not beat down yeah this is gr- this is great um it has you know it's 
it's got the fast parts it's got the stage dive parts it's got the going it's got the side to side it got every it's got everything you i i you need for west coast hardcore i like that it's like pretty hyper regional too as far as like the label that it came out on it came out on a creator destructor um and i because in the back in the back of my head when you're talking about this record is like is it was this a days thing that i just like forgot was on days and i just like fact check myself and it's cool that something that really sparked a lot of interest in people and kind of uh had a moment this year it was on you know like a smaller regional label so mad respect to that and i uh, do, you, do you know if they play out that much? I don't know if they play outside the West Coast that much. Are they just kind of no? Like, so they they're San Fernando Valley, and they stay probably they probably go to L.A. and that's mm. about that's about it. Um, this is a Cali hardcore band, like, mm. um, and they're songs that don't linger. Lots of like minute something to to less than a minute. Um, that's I've I love that absolutely 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 love that um so yeah there there you go there's my that's my number nine hopefully hopefully we're getting more cohesive as we go along with my list i'm about to throw the wildest pick probably in my what it takes history of of top tens um i'm gonna pick a scrams uh a scrams band (laughs) yeah Um, so this, this record came out by a band called stars don't mean anything. Uh, and in Scram's tradition, it's all one word, all lowercase, no spaces. Um, and I just thought that name was interesting. It was like, you know what? I fucking hate Zodiac signs. Stars really don't mean shit to me. I want to listen to this record. And I'm going to (laughs) like, I'm going to make a playlist of all the lowercase one word screamo bands because there's definitely a lot of them. But hear me out on this, Trevor, because I, I want to make sure I try to sell this on you. Like, do you remember in like 2009, 2008, 2010, when watching or seeing Touche Amore live was just like the most crazy thing you could witness? And I get something like that when I listen to this record. And I haven't felt that way about a Scrams band in a really long time because it's way out of my purview. Like, I don't seek this at all. It just happened that I stumbled upon it when I was just researching some shit. And it's awesome, dude. Like it has, there's definitely some songs on here that have more uh, coming from more of a hardcore palette and you could Mm -hmm. even mosh to some of the stuff. It's uh, got power violence moments, but definitely some of those like law disputes, like those types of like quiet, like, sulking like crying out for help uh vocal stylings too but the song that i think is the best off of this ep is the second track on the ep it's called untitled i think if you listen to that you're getting what i think like what i would prefer scrams to sound like every time i listen to it like i when i was listening to the track today in the gym this part hit and I started the song over again because I was like, whoa, 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 hold up, hold up. How did, how did I get to this mosh riff that came out of fucking nowhere from the scrams track that was going like a mile per minute in the beginning of the track. And so I had to like rewind it, listen to it again. 
And it's just, it's fucking phenomenal. And they're from New Mexico too, which is also another weird thing. And I don't know how active of a band they are, but it seems like they're, they're younger kids. Uh, I'd love to see more from this. And I, to be honest with you, I'd like to see more of a Scrams revival because not that these two bands are similar, but that band Roman Candle has been getting on a lot of uh, good fest. I think they played uh, For the Children um, a mm-hmm. couple weeks back. Uh, Yo, and, and, and One Way Mirror. One Way Mirror? Um, yeah, One Way Mirror, the band mm. One Way Mirror, and also um, Poorly Wrote Suicide Note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of screamo happening. And it's all really sick. And also, while I'm thinking about it, JD, you should talk to Lewis more because Lewis is super into this shit. Oh, you know, and no, like, I need to, I need to like pick his pick his brain on that. But uh, Lu- Lewis has know, like a solo project that he's working on, like a screamo solo oh, really? project. Yeah. Okay. Trevor, how do you feel about the scram stuff? I mean, I know you were around during like the Touche Amore, like epic era when they were like crushing shit on the West Coast. But what do you what are your feelings on the screamo scrams kind of stuff? If it hits, it hits, but I'm yeah. not, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to, unless somebody says, check this out. I'm not going to, uh, check it out. <laughs> Dude, so I was, I'm, I'm the same way. Out. Honestly, like you're going to, I think you're going to appreciate this, man. It's really good. It's something different. Why Jay? Oh, dude, let me swallow this bite of jerk taco that I'm eating right now. Um, my fucking my number nine pick is from your neck of the woods, Trevor. I got electric chair, active aggression. Ooh, Ooh baby. Mm. It's a good one. This is, dude, this is just like the most fun music humanly possible. It it looks like the album cover. Or like it sounds like how the album cover looks. You know, it's just, it's colorful hardcore. It's like hardcore that makes you want to turn your body 90 degrees to the side and then dive into people. You know what I'm saying? Like makes you want to like, makes you want to get so low to the ground that you're like crawling. And that's like, that's my type of thing. And I saw, I got the opportunity to see them when they were on the East coast, they came to Richmond. I saw mm. them on Halloween. They did a lot of songs from this record and they also played some misfits covers and it was amazing. I and they're singing I- cat makeup. So I saw the videos on the Misfits covers. Those that was a cool little tour. Yeah, dude. And there was a <laughs> there was a sex doll that was getting thrown around the entire set. And some like one person in the audience kept getting it and then throwing it at the singer. And the singer was getting very visibly annoyed. And I don't know. I'm always gonna think about that a little bit. But other than that, that's one of the best sets I saw, hands down in 2023 but like i mean this record is like it's angry and it's aggressive without being mean you know it's a very fun and like vibrant record that i feel like i put it on and i like am in a better mood after i listen to it which i can't say about all hardcore you know like i feel like it's rare to capture that sort of thing yg would you say that uh would you say that iron lung records is your favorite record label absolutely right now yes i think i have wait do i have yeah, I have another Iron Lung pick on here. You ride hard for them, and I can't fault you on that, dude, because like they put out such a high volume of releases every year, and you'd think that like some of them have to be garbage. But even to my ear, which like half of the stuff misses me, 
I'm like, yo, this is honestly good stuff. It's just not for me half the time. But like respect to that label. Like they're that is I will I will say label. I don't know. Days is the hardest working label because it's just it's just lumpy putting all oh, that out. I mean, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I don't I just I think haven't they released like 30 something records this year, some shit like that? The Iron Lung? I don't know. Iron Lung ridiculous is, is extremely hard, but especially with the diverse uh type of bands they have their style of band i think it's it's a it's 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 pretty close i think i i will go on record and say that iron lung is the best curated label currently it's my probably my personal favorite because like i'm an 11 p.m iron lung like sorry state type of guy when it comes to hardcore most of the time um like as far as my day to day listening goes, and so like to have a label like that, putting out such a high volume of records and having all of them be insanely consistently good, it's like super impressive. I I think there's no label that's curating their artists better than Iron Lung right now. So Electric Chair, they're nothing's gonna beat their 2019. Uh their 2019 release their ep it's one of the best hardcore records i think i can i can imagine in the last like uh decade um mm. this one was really good but i didn't sit with it isn't enough to make it to make it uh make past the uh the honorables mm. so that's where that's where i'm that's where i'm standing with that but i did make it uh, but yeah, I do believe, yeah, I do have an iron lung pick on here as well. What if so. it's the same one? We'll see. I, I guess you're that. up next for your, your eight, right? Yeah, I guess we're up for eight. Um, so the, I'm going to Seattle with mine. Um, I have a lot of Northwest in my list. Um, this is filth is eternal. Find out came out, uh, end of September. All right. Um, if you haven't seen, if you get a chance to see this band, they are an absolutely killer live experience. Um, they believe nothing. They, they put everything into uh, putting on a fucking energetic fucking show. Um, Lee, Lee, Brian, and the rest of the band are just absolutely uh, just incredible people like you um, if you get to meet them on tour or at a show they're just like I, it, people always say like you know good dude back tar whatever you know you know the, these people are genuine this is like I would not steer you wrong with this this are like genuinely some of the best fucking people I have I have met in the small time small interactions that I have got to uh, talk to them. Some of the best, some of the best people that I've had got to inter like talk to on the, on the show. Um, this band uh, definitely teeters with a lot of different uh, influences. Um, mm -hmm. uh, overall, like has a real rock and roll vibe with some, uh, with some crossover. Um, some, they get into some like, stonery stuff when they get to like the slower songs um so they've tend to uh 
get more of the metal people in uh, the Pacific Northwest. But lately they've been branching a lot more out to hardcore. And I think this is like, if you haven't listened to this as a hardcore listener, I think this might be the record that could get you to jump on. And uh, I do love um, Lisa's vocals on this, uh, on this track. It's uh, definitely little more uh, um, yelly and like, there's some singing going on there as well. Um, it's a, it's a really cool release. So, um, Northwest hardcore people check it out. I talked about it on the last episode, um, and, uh, people not in the Northwest check it out as well. One thing I'll add to this, cause I'm not as familiar with this band, but I, I will say when I was like checking them out, cause I've, I've known about them since I guess the 2021 release, I think it is interesting when, when there's bands that can dabble into different types of like metal and heavier stuff and make it make sense and i it, it i appreciate what they're doing i mean i don't know if it's really for me but like i think it, this is something that if i saw it live i'd be like really focused in on like what they're doing on stage because like it, it's more of like a, a masterpiece or like m- musical crafting than it is something that that moves me and like registers like with something that's like my favorite it's just like wow look what they're doing with all these influences and tying it together. It's like, it, it's neat. It's like you're, you're watching, it's like big brain metal. Maybe that's what it is. Some big brain metal, hardcore. Big brain metal. metal. <laughs> yeah. That brainiac shit. Yeah, dude. It's, well, so they are in a post, uh, post hardcore, like post metal band called uh, He Whose Ox is Gourd. So these are mm. all really competent, um, musicians that have been doing stuff in seattle for a very long time so that so you i would say the big brain stuff is pretty uh pretty spot on is it my turn I yeah you said so. yep i'm gonna just say something short sweet and to the point uh a underrated uk hardcore record that i think i just like it was surprised that it didn't get talked about more because to me when it came out i just thought it was fucking brilliant well you know i might even have to step back i don't know if this is 100 percent a uk thing it's either uk or sweden i'm gonna figure this out but it's the record uh by existence the band called go to heaven um this to me this is like if you fucked like in earlier years, if like the band Cruelty with a C from the UK, um, or Cauldron also from the UK, and like some of that like blackened, like metal influenced hardcore, you'll probably appreciate this. This is not as much so uh, black metally to me, but it's definitely powerful and raging, and just a, a big ride. I think it's like a good record that I can usually listen to front to back whenever I put it on. It just kind of like, I don't know. Sometimes I see stuff that I really like. I just don't understand why other people <laughs> don't appreciate it in the same way that I do. Uh, and it just, just happens to be one of them. Um, I think it came out on quality control. Uh, and yes, they are from Stockholm. So there, so there you go. So Stockholm, Sweden, quality control records 
the song, if I had to pick one, which is tough because like I, not that there isn't any standout tracks on this. There's a, I think they just all are solid. I'd have to pick like probably so close to grace, the third track on this. Um, have you, either of y'all listened to this enough to warrant an opinion or do you have any thoughts? I think I listened to this lightly, but I have not, not to warrant an opinion. Definitely, um, I would say definitely go back to it. It's something that like the more you sit with, the more you appreciate. Um, it's, yeah, and it's just terribly underrated. What were you saying? Why'd you? I, I have listened mediumly and I like it a lot. So I think I'm going to go back and give it a couple of solid listens. Yeah, I so, feel like that's like a good practice to do when you listen to as much stuff as the three of us do. You like you listen to it initially and then maybe give it a couple like like two or three months or longer to like have the hype go down and cleanse your palate and then just jump back into it and see how you feel about it. Cause that's how I really know I like something is if I can go back to to a record that came out like half like six months ago and still be as excited about it as I was when it dropped. So this is yeah. one of those records that 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 rings true to me in in this sense. All right. All right. Uh number eight for me, I got North Carolina rep. And JD, can you guess which band this is gonna be? North Carolina band. Oh man. Uh feel very old right now. It's not the one that I w- I'm going to pick here soon, but what is it? Tell me. Mutant Strain. Oh, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Mutant Strain, baby. Yeah. Um. No, again, this is like the, the, the defining feature of like these first couple picks for me is that I think like all of them are kind of just hardcore boiled down to exactly what I want it to be. You know, like there's no frills. There's no like intense statements being made really but it's just amazing fast raw hardcore and it's just like great so mutant strain murder of crows i think it's just blisteringly fast there's interesting rhythms going on there's interesting vocal deliveries there's like everything i like in a band like this is happening on this album and also the riffs play in my head all the time so yeah, no, I've listened. I've listened to this album a ton. I've been hyped on it since it was announced back in like June, I think, and I haven't shut up about it since then. So, yeah, this is another one. I d- man, y'all y'all are picking stuff I didn't listen to this year. I'm stumping you. I got. I got. And now I got to. We're gonna write the. We got to write these down so I can uh, check these out. Is that um does that mean it's my turn? We go back. I believe so, seven? yeah. You have nothing yeah. else to say, uh OG. This is one that I am very unfamiliar with. It's it's some uh young jack shit. Not to diss the band, but uh I think that I'm sure that they got cred. I just I have not listened to it, so I don't want to issue an opinion. This band kills live also. Did they play uh, Jordan Doyle's house or what? They played The Floor Is Gone. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, hot damn. So. And yeah. We'll go. It's it's seven time. So here's the deal. 
I made a mistake and I saw a record that was on my list that needed to be in in uh honorable mentions because the, it was a it was a band that I liked more for the live experience than the record. So I switched it out for one where I liked the record. Um and it was one I've uh was in my honorable mentions, but it is now on the list. And this is an Iron Lungs release, and it is physique i moved it yeah from, from number 10 to number to number to to honorable all the way all the way up to to seven um that's what i'm talking about baby so yeah. this was one where i listened to it a lot at the beginning of the year stopped because it's like february releases and then it's like dude that's like there's like 10 more months of the year and then i and then i I screwed up because I was so tired on the last episode. I was like, dude, did I listen? I did. I like, I straight up forgot that I listened to this record on the, on, on my Northwest hardcore. Uh, and then on my, on the Northwest hardcore episode we just did. And then I listened to it. I was like, Oh shit. It's all coming back to me now. And I was like, this is perfect. Any, any time iron lung does anything DB, hardcore punk they knock it out of the fucking park um and this is fast mean the vocals are just uh are just incre incredibly evil and pissed off and um it just keeps a really steady like fast pace throughout the uh the pacing is great for this record um any anything northwest and also anything northwest like that is kind of tied to northwest hardcore and punk that uh that iron lung does is just incredible there's not one there's not one whether it's electric chair or physique or anything else it or uh i think they've done some of the lysol uh stuff as well um any of those three bands just chef's kiss so there yeah, we dude. go and they're dropping again in like three days are they? Yeah, they're dropping an EP in three days. Yeah. Okay, that hmm. makes sense. Uh, they're playing here in a couple days uh, in Tacoma at Real Art, which is a really weird venue for this band because it's like a stage venue, like with a high stage, and it's like that doesn't make sense. But it, so, a pro I I have a feeling they'll probably just throw everything on the floor. Uh, <laughs> Sick. Sometimes cool to see some 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 punk antics on a high stage, though. So it'd be neat to to think about them playing on a high stage i will say this year a good recovery for a band like that is gel gel started touring specific like started touring in uh in 2022 like really touring and then uh they played basement was cool um they went they did real art for jag on the stage and they were kind of figuring it out and then Spy and Joe on the Sound of Fury stage. They they had it all that big stage stuff ironed out by then because kid they they knew how to make the kids just get up there and take it over. So it can it can happen for these for those uh for those type of bands. But that is my number seven. I shall go to mine now. Which is my, and it's going to be my first Triple B release on 
my list. Um, I've been really into the band Initiate since I saw them. I think it could have been one of their first East Coast runs back in like 2018, 2019, before the pandemic and before they signed the Triple B. And I feel like there's always been talk about this record coming out. Like it's been kind of in the pipeline for a while to have this LP drop. And I kind of gave up on hoping that it was going to come out. I mean, and then it just fucking it, it came. And I was really impressed with it because not only did it captivate me the entire time, because I think that's the true test of an LP. It should be able to captivate you from start to finish without ideally without skips. But they did something that not I don't know if really another band's doing that currently right now, which is there's except for maybe like life's question. There's a heavy blues, like rock and like power metal-y sound that goes into a lot of these tracks. And that's something that really caught me off guard because I wasn't expecting that at all. I, I listened to maybe like I think one of the singles that was more straightforward, but like this is this whole record is just to me, it's innovative. I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. I think it's an innovative record and something that I, I like to throw on usually when I'm running uh, long distance uh, and it's, there's a lot of emotion. There's a lot of melodicism in, in a lot of these songs, but they still have some parts where you can, you can throw down a bit, but it's, it's big, it has big stage dive energy. And it just like, it makes you want to like do the, the nerdy thing and just play air guitar to all the fucking solos and all the, uh, the riffs. Um, so the song that I think makes the most sense to me uh, as far as like, I guess captivates the sound that I'm trying to talk about is Burden of Guilt, which is I think the second to last on the on, on, on the LP. Uh, I think it still has a, a good amount of like straightforward like their initial sound that they came out with, but with that power metal and blues and shit, dude. And I I really love this record a whole lot. Um, yeah, how do y'all feel about Initiate the band? I absolutely love it. It's who knows? Who knows if we talk about? We may talk about this later. Uh, Ooh, all right. Oh. You, you never. You never know. Um, but uh, it really everything hits with this. Like they somehow they combine that blues and rock, but uh, but they really do make it to where the hardcore parts really, really hit, and it's really calculated in a good way. Um, I'm the energy too is unmatched. I've seen this band um, kind of because they uh, are affiliated with the Northwest as well. Kind of an honorary Northwest hardcore band. Um, the singer lives up here in Seattle and uh, it, it uh, I've seen the band really keep, uh, keep climbing and uh build their shit and build their live show up and it sounds it, it, it's absolutely on point and it's a band that i think is pretty versatile because you could i could see this band playing and touring with like fury i could see it touring with like a drug church or a military gun and i could also see it like never ending game you know like i really could they have they have a really good sound right now that can fit into a lot of different areas, and I just uh, I know they've done some some touring. I just hope they continue doing that because I'd love to see them again come out come out east. 
What about you, YJ? What do you think about all initiate? Initiate is awesome. And also, did you know they played Chattanooga with gum recently? I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm bummed. I re- I really should have gone to that. I'm really mad that I didn't. Yeah, man, you really should have. Uh, I don't know if that would have beaten the time that I saw them because the only time I've I've gotten a chance to see them was at this uh, the Chill Factory in DC, uh, and it was on the floor. It was beautiful. Just how how this type of hardcore is supposed to be like just moshing in a residential area and just fucking vibing out. But yeah, Sweet. they need to come back. I get to see him more often than probably y'all since I'm a West Coast person and the singer lives out here. So it uh I've seen him quite a few times. Uh last time was with Punitive Damage. Um mm. and it was a really good combo at the fun house, which is a very hit and miss venue. It's attached to El Corazon. It's it's our it's it's not bad, but uh, it that was a really good show. It was like I think it was my birthday, and I was like that was a perfect way to to spend my birthday with those two bands because they were both they both killed it that night. Um, all right, let's uh, let's round out. Uh, are we still we're still on seven, right? Yeah, still on number seven. Out. Yep. Yep. Let's round out the sevens. All right, for my number seven, I have Washington D.C. Uh, brain tourniquet with an expression in pain, which is another iron lung record. Um, see, I think this is exactly what power violence should be. This is, Mm. this is the first album on this list that I feel like is a real genuine statement. You know, um, I think from the opening track that is just like this brutal stomp, all the way through the closing track, which is a 13 minute long song that is somehow super engaging. Yeah. Um, I think this record is amazing. This is a record that's meant to be listened to in full. You know what I'm saying? This isn't just like a compilation of the songs that the band has written over the past two years. This is an album that is meant to be listened to start to finish. I feel like sometimes in hardcore, you don't really get that, you know, you don't get that cohesiveness and that like conceptualization that maybe some other genres have, but I think brain tourniquet definitely knocked it out of the park with this one, especially that last song. Oh my God. I like most of the brain tourniquet stuff. I have not stayed with this current release. I have not, uh, I have not uh, listened to it enough to make a uh, opinion just yet. I feel sort of the same way, but I got to see Brain Tourniquet play a lot of this material a couple months back, including the 13-minute song, and that shit was fucking awesome. Like, when they, when they said that they were going to end with that, I almost wanted to walk out, because, like, whenever someone's, I'm at a hardcore, like, metal show, if they're going to play something over 10 minutes or even over 9, it's like, it's time for me to go home. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to just be enthusiastic about watching that, but, like... They maintained a good level of alertness from the crowd and people were moshing throughout the entire track. And uh, I believe the dude's name is Connor. Connor's an excellent musician. He's in uh, protester. Uh, he's in a couple other bands uh, from DC and like the DMV area. Just talented group uh, of folks. And I really do think that the, the past releases that they've done is, is some signature power violence. 
that I, I fuck with. So I guess it's down to down to six, almost to the halfway point. I'm going with a lot of heavy. I'm going to probably get to some like releases that everybody knows toward in the, in the middle uh, of this. Um, and this one is a mosh one that I don't know if everybody has listened to yet, but uh, the next couple are still going to keep it in the Pacific Northwest for me because that's where my heart has been since I started dead air. So I'm going to get, it's not, and these are not bias picks at all. This is just people who who have told me, check out their record. And uh, I'm impressed with the quality of Northwest hardcore right now, especially the heavy stuff. Um, So my number six is slime sidewalk misery. Um, Mm. This is one of Portland's, best current bands as far as uh mosh music um it's if you like any of the current the current crop of 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 uh basically ignorant mosh music if you like if you uh like the the tsunamis or any anything or I mean, even if you like the pain, the pain of truth, I think you will like, I think you will like slime. Mm. Um, it's definitely de- like has like the death metal influence. Um, but I think this is, this is kind of, it's a catch all for a lot of, um, modern heavy hardcore, uh, that's happening right now. And it's done very well. And it's a very good live show as well. They played to, um, they played a show in Tacoma uh, back in September, um, and absolutely, kids went nuts as they should. Um, a, a lot of things that helped bands like this was the Northwest Hardcore Fest that happened, where it it really put a a huge highlight on bands that were coming up in the Pacific Northwest that weren't necessarily on the bigger shows, the bigger fests, and uh, it was a real kind of DIY effort to put this on. And um, because of everybody coming together and everybody showing up and showing out, it really uh, helped bands like this. And this, uh, this is just a really um, well done uh, EP came out in July uh, of this year. If I remember correctly, I think Spencer from scope exposure showed me this initially because uh, I did not like the band. I just don't like the band name. Slime makes me uncomfortable. I just don't like that word. Uh, but it is pretty damn good. Uh, it's definitely like, I don't want to call it ass beater necessarily, but it is for like mosh warriors. Like, makes me think about, I forgot what the hats are called that have just like the straight brim on them. From like it's like T Y influence, so it's like the flat brim hat and just baggier clothes, like the initial start of that. That's what it makes me think of. But it's also like you said, it has some of that death metal stuff in there. And I think it's like it kind of bruises my brain a little bit when I listen to them. Like it hurts <laughs> in a good way. It's just like, damn, this is real fucking heavy. Uh but yeah, no, I, I, I like this band. I'd, I'd be curious to see what they sound like live. Because um, I feel like 
with a lot of the the heavier sounding stuff, you can get a good production on that and make it sound like over the top heavy. But if it doesn't come across that way live, it always disappoints me. But I think I don't know. You've seen you've seen them live. Do you, do you think the trade off between like the, the recorded material and like their live performance is is, is pretty even? Absolutely. I think there's something like going on with the bands out here where they they got it really honed in where they know they know the assignment. They know what they know what needs to happen when uh when they go live and uh they they absolutely killed killed this one. And it was absolutely wor- it's absolutely worth seeing live and I think uh the energy is matched. Yeah. What about Mr yj yeah no this band is hard um i haven't listened to them a ton but i have really enjoyed what i have or what i've heard um i also think sidewalk misery is a great uh project name um i don't know that's just like a cool that, that that's a cool name to me and i can appreciate anything with a good aesthetic so yeah this gets a pass from me for sure i guess i'm up for or is it no? Who is it? Is it my turn now? Yeah. yeah. Number six. Yeah. So so six. Oh shit. So let me make sure I'm picking the right song off this. Uh, you're the only one who's picking songs. I love picking songs, dude. Because I just I know. <laughs> uh, because there's sometimes there's their standout tracks, and for mine there is. I'm just doing that extra. Um. Uh, I really have always wrote hard for living in fear and I just think that's one of my favorite bands currently right now. Whenever I get a chance to see them, it's always fucking awesome. Um, we played with them earlier this year, uh, in Raleigh at school kid records. Um, and they had something come, I think it was on Edgewood. Uh, it's fuck you music for fuck you people. Some of the best art I've, I'd say that I've uh, I've seen this year. Nice golden tank with like green wings and like a what looks to be like a dragon snout or head like on the cannon. And they've experimented on this release with a little bit of like I don't know if, if YJ will get this reference, but like Trevor, do you remember like when the War Hungry did like the chopped and screwed? Oh, material. Geez. Yes. <laughs> no, I, I, I get that, that vein a little bit, but they just have this one song that's like, uh, I think it's the, the fourth track on this. Uh, you don't want none, and it just ha- it, it comes in with this like our song that makes me want to like. I feel like I can see myself going like mentally unstable in my brain when i listen to this and i just want to like hurt a lot of stuff and it's, it's a brain switch moment when i'm listening to that track uh i like to listen to the whole record every now and then but i i, I really exclusively go to that track sometimes because i need the fucking like the build up from it and it just puts me in a, a certain uh state of mind but yeah I've, I've, I've seen i've seen big jack commit some crimes still one of the Atlanta's greatest great bands <laughs> <laughs> so many great bands right now it's a great scene they have the what was that fest that they had down there not too long ago Fuck unity it, works uh, what's the thing that luke did yeah unity, unity works, works volume one. yeah yeah which uh, i feel like was mostly like 
Atlanta, Georgia, like regional bands there. That shit was tight. But yeah, living in fear is amazing. And I stand by that. Dude, yeah, no. <laughs> when we saw them live, when we played with them, um, <laughs> I, JD committed some crimes, man. It was a, it was, it was a beautiful thing to witness. I don't think, I don't think Drew has fully recovered from the beating that you gave him during that set. I just bonked his head think, a little bit. I think, I think that permanently altered his brain chemistry. But um, yeah, no, this band is sick. I also really dig their singer stage. For, uh, presence. I think nobody can really rock a mic stand these days, but he absolutely can. And that's pretty oh, cool. Dude, 100%. One of the few. I, right. I, I've listened to it. I've, I've, uh, I do like it, but I have another one. This is another one where it's like, I have not listened to this enough to make a uh, good uh, opinion on it. I feel like this is like you would listen to this EP back in like 2004 to 2006 when you're going to the club to beat someone up. Like you're listening to 50 Cent, like the, the classic 50 Cent material, and you're just like, all right, I'm going to go to the club and beat people up now. Time to have like a full riot at like 12 or 1 in the morning. It has that cool vibe to it. I don't know how to explain it. All right, All right, I guess I'm up then. Yeah. All right, number six, I got To Live and Withstand by Anklebiter. Um, All right. Yeah. Yeah, no, Trevor, you could, is this one you can finally comment on? Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> um, I'm so happy. Um, <laughs> no, this band rules, man. They dropped, like, probably the best demo of last year, and then they came back and dropped maybe the best seven inch of well let me um second best seven inch of this year um like th this band is just a joy to listen to man like they, there's so much happening in their music all the time their vocalist rachel is going at like a thousand miles an hour um on all the songs like it's just as punk as it is hardcore and I think I think our entire friend group when we saw, when we played with them uh, when Wasted Space and Collective Action played with them I think our entire friend group just beat ass the entire time and that was that was a beautiful thing. They're also just like really nice people. I will I will say that like they were really sick to uh, get to know when we got to meet them and it's just cool to see a band with this much drive and energy making music like this. So yeah. So I'm so mad about this. So I completely forgot about this record and did not add it to anything. And this is a really good release. Um, I Already thought this, this was a complete uh, improvement on, I think we talked about it, like on what they originally did. I know. So a lot of people, uh, and I think we can be honest here. This is the podcast for, I'm not trying to like, uh, I, a lot of people, I think, talked shit on some or some uh, some previous stuff from this band. People were actually shocked when I like when I like reviewed this band for my video channel, and I was mm. like, and and were like, there's no. They were like, there's no way you like this, and I was like, I I love it actually. How do you yeah? How do you not like this? This band it's, rules. I, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty hard not to not to like, man. I mean, it's or pretty hard to like 
you have to, I feel like you have to go out of your way and be a, a weirdo to not like this or at least appreciate it. Like, it's just fucking good. No, like, I heard that I remember hearing the demo for the first time, and like three seconds in, I was just like, okay, this is dope. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I, and then the vocals came in, and I was like, this is the greatest thing that the human race has produced. And I stand by that. So I have sure. to say, I also have to say something too. So if you go to their um, Spotify, um, for uh on the top their picture is it's very weird uh because they're at um they're trying so they're trying to they're in Se- it's in seattle and they're at brotherhood park at Cary park uh where mm. with for the for the historic um brotherhood picture that a mm. lot of people take. A lot of people go there. When people went to Rainfest, they would take pictures and they would do the back their backs. This one they're doing front facing at an and at a weird angle of the park where the where the uh space signal is not centered, but it's like to the side. It's uh the base is wearing the Brotherhood uh is wearing the brother is wearing the Brotherhood shirt. Uh but yes, it's a very interesting take. It's a very interesting take on the Brotherhood uh picture. Yeah, I never noticed that, but that is kind of strange. Yeah, I guess it's it's unusual, but they're you know, uh, I think for for good reason they are kind of an unusual bunch of people, and I like that about them. So, dude, yeah, and I also just like that <laughs> they stayed at Anderson's house. I think that that was a funny situation that we got them in Roanoke, and then Anderson put them up in his nice ass home in the mountains, and Rachel was just chilling in the kitchen with Anderson's mom. And I feel like that's gonna be a that's gonna be a thing that Anderson and the rest of us remember for a long time. It's just that they were like really chill people. All right, uh, I guess I guess that's uh, we're we're to five now. Yeah, five. This one I'm going straight to Boise. Um, keep I'm Northwest motherfucking hardcore. Um, True Delusion. On yeah. Dave's records, we got Witness Chamber, mm. one of the best heavy records that came out in 2023. By far, that Bear Witness intro. It's that's the that's the one at the fest where people are are literally hopping up on the stage, fucking clearing everybody out, it and fucking and going ham. I I that's absolutely perfect. Um and uh heavy straight edge, not enough. There's there yep. were we talked about this, I think, when we talked when we talked about this record on one of our seasonal episodes. The proud the few. And for the Northwest, heavy straight edge ain't 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 super uh prominent. Are there are they uh they're an Idaho band, right? Yes, Boise, Idaho. Wonderful. You know, I'm really happy for them. Because I like I was introduced to them when uh, we were on the same label for a little bit. Uh, when one of my older bands, Hostile Takedown, was on Words of Fire, and I think the Witness Chamber demo or maybe the uh, whatever came after that was out on that. And I thought that was honestly the best thing the label put out was that was that Witness Chamber material. Now to see that like they're catching on to other people, it's fucking sick. Like this is definitely one that like could have squeezed its way into my top 25 list. It's certainly an honorable mention. Um, but uh, yeah, dude, 
I, uh, I fucking love this. I, I, I love it. And I love a success story like this. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's, it's great. They are comparable to one of the, uh, to, I would say, I would say they're up there with the in ground as Boise's top by, by far. They, they, I would say it was close like a year ago, but now it's like they're neck and neck for, um, and I think, I think they could have, they could have a really big 2024 as well. Have they played together yet? Surely they played together. Oh yeah, like I mean, in their own scene, of course. It's they, need not to, very, they need to go on tour together. Boise is not a big is not a big scene is not a big scene. They're just doing big things. I have a pick that will complement this very well. Okay, go for theory. it. Uh, never ending game outcry. Um, I think there's we been, never die. <laughs> there's been a lot of hate. Uh, not a lot, but like more than I expected, uh, coming from like people who really fucked with their first LP is like, uh, it's, it's obviously a little bit of a departure. Um, I feel like, uh, hopefully I'm not misquoting, but I feel like, uh, Zach, I'm one at 185 miles South, uh, Things is kind of akin to like stripper metal or whatever the hell that's supposed to mean. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Military <What>? wife metal. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's very uh, yeah, and it's ha- that makes it's got, sense. Like, like drowning pool or something like that. Drown, holy shit! Yeah, some some shit like that. And um, but um, you know, like I was talking uh to my brother about this because my brother's a pretty big uh, Neverending Game fan, and he kind of just he, he thought there's some good tracks on here, but he wasn't the biggest fan of it. And I, to me, I, I like a little bit of a change to it it has a little bit more of like it's kind of like gruff and and tasteful in certain songs like tank on e and then a couple other ones and i and truth be told uh i I think about this every time i listen to this record i think the b side is secretly better than the a side of this record i just i don't know what it is but when i listen to like victory going through some things fire of the heart uh and something wrong i just those are some those are some fucking awesome tracks uh i would say fire of the heart is is my favorite it has just like that one of my favorite things in like heavier music is when like you get the the double bass pedal sounding like a fucking helicopter it's like attacking people <laughs> it's just that i love that shit dude it fucking sets me off um and i think obviously i i would say i like the the first lp more but it's not by much, you know, like I, I think this, the more I listen to this, I think it, it's going to be a close second and remain that way for a while. So there's some parts of this stuff that I really like, like I might even like more than the previous record. So hmm. the, the previous never ending game record I, I, I first listened to, I was like, this is, I was hyped. Hmm. And I think there's some parts on this record that stick with me more. And I think it's because of what they're doing that is so different and uh, different for them and different for the current genre. It's not different in the big, uh, big scheme of things, but that one song that sounds like the crimson from uh, Atreyu, 
that that one song that has like the melodic like like metal leads uh throughout the whole song and like it's 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 super fucking catchy and like but has some like crowbar-esque um singing choruses i yeah this is this is great i um i and the this one has a has the has a justice feature too on one of the songs. Yeah, yeah never die. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I listen yeah, to that I mean, song so much. He's done. I'm well. Just has done a few features this year on some big records. Um, so I would just, or at least two. Um, so I just I was just making sure. Um, but yeah, you know the one thing I'll, I'll, I'll add to this and see what the, you and YJ think. I think. It, I, I think about this when you have really big and heavy bands that are already super huge. Uh, like, where do you, like, how does, how do you evolve the heavy sound going forward? Like, a lot of people would say that, like, the, the, the Never Ending Game LP, the first one is perfect. I would, I would pretty much agree with that. But, like, how do you, like, there's, there's only so many ways that you can evolve your sound in heavy music and still, maintain the same kind of audience and sphere and i think they did a really good job on this like i think pulling in some of that crowbar s stuff is like really tasteful and i think there's a lot that can be built upon this uh and i think it's like i said it's not a heavy departure from it i think they can kind of slowly go in, in a direction like that and still stay within the realms of like being one of the, the mainstream like best like hardcore bands best heavier ones right now I personally think that uh, their pre LP stuff is might be by far their uh, might be their best stuff, and like I would say their 2018 stuff going into and then and then um, and then outcry might be their best material. Um, I and I think when I go when it goes into. Uh, to this type of stuff um i think they could if they they could stay on this path and but still incorporate some of the earlier material uh into it and mm. and have a and have a good wide net to catch people um and oh, yeah. and, and kind of like while we talked about the initiate stuff where it is there's stuff that still hits and like kind of transitions into the more hardcore stuff if they could find a, a a good uh balance of 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 meeting in the middle i think that would really further mm -hmm. some stuff because it could it, it, it will get new audiences and might open some listeners minds that are uh of previous uh thought on uh on where certain heavy bands should go yeah exactly is it um hell yeah, yeah say, I, say your piece uh, i'll give my one thought and then i'll give my pick um yeah no i think this band has i think this band has considerably more to offer than a lot of other similar bands i think they're pulling in influences that maybe aren't super common and i'm just i'm here for whatever they are doing next because they uh are definitely keeping it fresh you know and that's pretty cool um, but my number five pick, I got uh, another North Carolina. I got of days renewed by magnitude. Um, yep. 
it's my that, that's pretty obligatory i feel like um but i think this album accomplished i think a lot of the same things that the first record did in that it feels very important but not self-important you know what i'm saying it feels like there's a lot of power behind these songs but i almost feel like it's tighter than the first record i think it's certainly produced better and um maybe i think it's a little bit more cohesive than the first album i don't know if the songs have the same instant staying power as the first record but like they're just as good they hit just as hard and so i think time will tell if they have the same longevity as the uh the songs from the first record but i think if you're going to follow up an album as iconic as whatever faithful end, I think this is the way to do it for sure. That's a really interesting take, honestly, dude, because like I was questioning what you were saying for a second, but then you're like talking about the staying powers. Like I, that's the thing that gets me is like, I don't know if some of these, a lot of these tracks have the same staying power as like some of the tracks off the first LP, because like some of those, like they, they, they were playing those songs for like two or three years and they still warrant huge pylons at fest and at shows and people just love that shit still. But, you know, I, I wasn't, I wasn't unhappy with this record. I thought it was pretty good. I think it, it did. It's still very important uh, sounding. It still has a lot of conviction in it. I just wanted, and it, and it was heavier, you know, like I, when I, when I saw them play, uh, I guess it was the drug church tour. Um, they played one of these new tracks and I thought it was really good. I just wanted to be a little bit more of, of a, of a difference between like the first LP to this. I wanted there to be more of a story, yeah. I guess. And I mean, I, I, I can, I could agree with that for sure. I think it would have been cool to see them evolve a little bit more, but at the same time, in a way they did. I think they just I think for this record they were more focused on tightening up what they had already done with Yeah. Um with uh sorry, Faithful End. And I don't know, I think the next record we're probably gonna see in uh like them building on that sound. But I think like <laughs> I don't know. I I feel like when you're a band like Magnitude and you drop one of the most iconic LPs in recent memory. I think it makes sense that they wouldn't want to stray too far from that for the first record in four years, you know, because it's been years since anyone has heard that band. And so I'm sure the mood while writing these songs was like, okay, well, how do we make this heavier and make this punchier and still like maintain what people liked about us to begin with? Cause it's like, if they dropped this, you know, a year or two after, painful and maybe they could have gone a little more off the walls with it but like they had they, they, they really had one shot to return to the public conscience after the pandemic you know yeah and i think That's if you're true. gonna do it i think i think playing it safe but also delivering a really good record i think is the way to go and i think this is a very significant piece of uh, hardcore wise words from the youngest jack but so this is where i thought i was gonna be like the odd man out and say something and piss all y'all off Mm. um but and then i knew this was coming eventually i knew i was gonna we were gonna have to we were gonna come to this point we were gonna talk about this i disagree with what jack what what yj is saying completely Mm. i think Mm. they were really were wanted staying power they either 
keep playing the, the they they could go the route of of the mindsets of trial and this was a per their last record was a perfect record absolutely yeah. they mm. could have if they really wanted to and come out with an ep come out with a really hard cohesive yeah. ep i don't think an lp was the way to go mm. uh the single i was like hmm maybe but i i i, I don't mind it but i wasn't i tried to like it and when it gets to the point where I'm trying to like something from one of my favorite current hardcore bands, something's not clicking and something's not working. Yeah. I'll probably listen to it again, try to foot, but I, I could not do it. I shouldn't have to try that hard to like something that like sparked a, a record, a previous record that literally sparked something inside of me and made mm, and made me go all out at their live show as a as a 30 something like and embarrass myself at that <laughs> show with with uh with Devin from Rejection Pack and just like it was that record was special it was it it's uh, it, that first record that that LP is is mindset is is last mindset LP special it's are these our lives special? Mm. It's going to this record wasn't bad, but I don't think in any means it's a follow. If it doesn't feel like a follow up, it feels like another just decently put together record. Um, That's understandable, you know, but like yeah. I don't know. I, I I guess my whole thing is like it's almost impossible to make a satisfying follow-up to a record like that, you know, like, um, then don't do it. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I can't argue with that, but like, I'm happy to have more magnitude in my life and I'm happy that it's good. You know, like I think maybe for me, I think, I think I knew from the jump, like as soon as they put the first single out, that it was not going to be of days or that it was not going to be fateful end, but better, you know, but I think, I don't know. I I think it stands on a lot of the same strengths that Fateful End does, and like I'm okay with a heavier, tighter Fateful End. You know who did it for me? Who who really, uh, who who did it better in my opinion? Who uh, the style a little bit moshier, of course, but uh, I think Broken Vows record was mm. absolutely oh. incredible and out. Yeah. Broken Vows record is really great. Out yeah, did out out did magnitude. No offense, I love magnitude. Take and a half right there. Magnitude that is a pretty strong of, take, man. Shit, but but fucking broken vows record. I think. Yeah, it, I'll, that, I'll, I'll 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 back the broken vow praise because that band is awesome. So there but, we go. I think I, I think we have now talked about all of Evan Stein's bands on this podcast because we talked about we talked about attrition rate last time. And now we've talked about ankle biter broken vow. Attrition rate was so good. Oh man. If it wasn't their first like show's one, coming up, if it wasn't a like more like a, a a flash in the pan type thing, that might be that might be close to on my list because that was so good. It was great, yeah. All right, Ramona. number four time. No, I guess number four time. I'm going with a with a big one that no one. If you're not in hardcore, you wouldn't listen to. You have you've listened to this. You, you even if you're not in hardcore. You've heard, you've heard, you've heard of the, you probably have heard of this record. 
Um, on days, it's probably a lot of people's number ones. Um, might be the one of the most talked about records of 2024 for a record that came out the latter half. Um, this is a band I didn't get until I saw live. Um, features galore. Mm. Uh, uh, I wonder who this could be. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't think you know, days came out in September, early September. If you got, if you three, ha- if you two haven't figured it out now, you have, you haven't, you, you obviously it's, don't it's, like it's this record. Pleasure of lies, dude. <laughs> pleasure of lies. Only through. Uh, what sweat uh, only through sweat, sweat only through sweat <laughs> yeah dude. not through blood pain of truth this is just it's it's going to this one will probably uh stand the test of time as a as a uh, as a really good as a just a as a good heavy record um dude, here's where big jack gets canceled Oh yeah. boy! <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna probably say some stuff, man. But uh, go on, go on. <laughs> I I like I it. So this surprised me because I wouldn't have normally liked something like this. Hmm. And I like all the features on this record. And I can't wait to hear your your. I can't wait to hear this BS that's about to come out, <laughs> dude. You're about to hear so much BS from this dude's mouth. Look, I. I love Pain of Truth. I think that band's uh, sensational. I can't deny them. This record is like huge. I just, I to be very honest, I have trouble maintaining interest when I'm listening to this front to back. I think there's some really standout tracks on this. And I think they needed to have an LP because like, it just needed to happen, you know, like they had like the split materials, some singles on comps and then like the EP, but like, I don't know, man, I, I'm hoping one day it's just going to register to me and I'll just think, damn, I was being an idiot for a long time. One day. Yeah. One day you're going to repent for your sins, dude. <laughs> I, I guess so. And it's, I'm not even saying it's bad. It's just like, I just, I don't know why I can't, uh, enjoy it the same way as everybody else. I mean, I well, think, that might be the same reason with the magnitude. I can't, I can't do it. Yeah. I literally can't. Do, I literally can't do it. This one came a little bit more naturally because maybe I was unassuming because okay. the, the earlier stuff I don't care for. I think it's just I think it's well crafted with the uh, with the amount of features, um, and I think it's I think that's where I uh, that's where it really really stands out to me, and I think uh, I think it uh, hits harder. Um, some of so and they they do a very good and i think it's a it's a one of those live things when they played some of those the one with the criminal instinct that they the mm. cuz uh criminal instinct is one of my favorite bands okay Blue Bar None. so i love criminal instinct so dude the, uh, dude, the feature the way that feature comes in is so good oh my god so now you're in my world it's so sick uh so this was one of the only I might have another big record on here that might piss y'all off, but um, I'm glad I pissed. Um, I, I I said I was going to piss some people off, and I delivered. Um, this is a good this is a good record. Um, I'm not. I won't. I won't apologize for it. And um, 
there's a lot of other uh I just uh yeah I'm that's all I gotta say about this. Hmm. Yeah, well, no, I, I I completely back you, Trevor, and I think you're dumb, JD. That's fine, man. <laughs> I'll take it. I, I I can be dumb for a little bit. Uh you know, I'm gonna throw this in the, the opposite direction though, for my number four. Uh my favorite youth crew record of this year was by a band called Engage from Australia. Uh, and they, I just, I think you would understand this, Trevor, like during like the 2010s, you saw like what to me seemed like a lot of failed attempts of making youth crew. And it was always very cringy and too on the nose. And they'd be a part of like those straight edge worldwide comps. And you're just like, this is embarrassing. I might be able to listen to it. But this is like, I think this record demands respect. This Engage record's fucking fantastic. Like, if you enjoy, like, uh, Step Forward, if you enjoy, like, Mental, that early, like, the early 2000s, like, New England, like, Boston scene, you really fuck with this. Uh, they just named the album Eight Songs, which is an interesting choice. Uh, and it came out on Last Ride Records uh, back in February. So it's almost been out for, like, a full year now. Um but it's, it's it's perfect, man. I really like what they're doing, and I don't know what chance in hell I have to see them. But like, I would really do a lot to see this band live because uh, you don't get to see bands purely like craft something very youth crew without having like a lot of other shit packed in there and mixed together. This is like a homogenous youth crew stew that I would be happy to drink every day. Yeah, back. Australia. Hardcore. Australia. Australia hardcore. It's another one I don't know. <laughs> My God. All right. I'm gonna talk about I'm gonna talk about one that we all know. Go for it. I'm gonna talk about one that we all know, and I'm gonna not even say Scarab Demo. <laughs> yeah. And my and my only thoughts on this are Scarab Demo. I don't think yeah, I have to say it's yeah, I don't think I have to yeah. say anything else. Just scare them. I mean, a little bit of uh on the on the nose uh news, but like am, am I correct, YJ, that the the Scarab New York show sold out in like an hour? Yeah, no, both of them. Oh, both? Oh shit. Okay. Fuck. That's so crazy, man. Back to back Brooklyn shows sold out. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Um Scarab Demo. Yeah, it is the band of 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 the year. I said as far as like new bands, like you can't ignore Scarab and how great the demo is and the EP and just like a live force. Yeah, yo, yeah. yo, Trevor, yo, Trevor. It's not Trevor. bad. It's not bad. Scarab demo. It's not bad. Holy shit! Are you gonna? What are you gonna say? All right, all right, buddy. It's all right. so. So here's the Whoa, thing. It's, it's the same thing. So I oh. wouldn't have said. I wouldn't have had my pain of truth pick that high if they didn't do such a good job live at at Jag and at Sound and Fury. Mm. Wouldn't have even probably wouldn't have been on my radar. Wouldn't have given a fuck. I have to see these bands live before I give a fuck. 
Yeah, you just on the West Coast, man. You'll see one day. You'll see. Yeah. Scare so, demo. I scare. Well, there. So you're gonna. You know what? We'll have a report in th- on our winter episode because that's gonna be after Jag and Scarab is playing at Real Art for just another there game. So you'll see. That's why I'm saying it's not bad. So any of these heavy, uh, heavier releases that are on here are because I saw them live and I made a, if it was just on live show alone, you know, who'd probably be at the top. Sanguasugabog. Oh my God. <laughs> Bitch. That, yeah. I'm not okay. kidding. I'm okay. not fucking kidding. Man, you've turned my head all, all upside down. <laughs> mm. All right. So I, I have a proposition for you all right now. Okay. Because I, I have to go run. Oh, me and me and JD are meeting up in like an hour and a half uh, for band practice, but I have to go run some errands before then. So I think we should rapid fire our top threes real fast. Or I can rapid fire mine. Fine. Let's rapid fire them. Um, all right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So wait. Yeah, so it's your turn, Trevor. I'm going to rapid fire my top threes. There we go. I don't... My top one... My one might be shock. Might be... This is a confusing... I always do confusing top tens because I like a lot of things and I like a lot of things equally. But these are things that stood out to me. So number three, initiate Cerebral Circus. Yeah. that high. It yeah. everything fucking hits. It's rock infused, alt infused. Like ev- there's some like kind of post hardcore stuff going on in there as well. Yeah, I, I, it's absolutely it's absolutely good. It's great. Um, this is close to like if it if I put all big records out of this, took all the only reason I'm doing a lot of big one is because we don't mention we don't mention a lot of them on this show. So, no, that's true. So, so I get a chance to talk to him. So I'm gonna, and then uh, after you're done, after you're done, we're done. I'll rapid fire all my favorite other records, my honorable mentions. But uh, number two, Life Under the Gun. Okay. Yeah. Military. Uh, yeah. 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 Okay. So here, we here's the thing. Yo, I you need know to we know the context. Dishes. You need I didn't to know do, we were doing a I'm doing a Jason. That probably would have been. You need that to been know the mind. context. You guys Lay need to me. know the context. <laughs> Ian Shelton has been a part of yep. Dead Air since the beginning. He's been in a band called Bully from yep. Edomclaw and has has continued been a part of the Northwest hardcore scene. Life under the gun. I don't give a fuck. This is adjacent, but it's still hardcore first adjacent. I don't care that they got put in a Taco Bell record, uh, but when they play hardcore shows, it's still a hardcore crowd. Like yeah. they play when they play it when they play in the when they play in the basements. It's di- it's definitely a different vibe about the bigger shows, but this was a good this was a good record. Ian Shetland is forever a hardcore kid, so. And RJC. So there you go. Yeah. There you go. Back, back, hundred percent. I'll fight anyone else who gives it, who who wants to who wants to argue it. Back. And then you're number one. 
My number one, Years of Lead by Wor- World I Hate. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Safer in yeah, Jail yeah. might be close to my top song of 2023. It's high quality. It's high quality. Uh, I'm just pissing all of you off with these, with these, uh, with these picks, but I'm, I'm okay with it. It, I think it's a, I think it's high quality without, uh, it, you know, it could be raw. People would think it could be more raw, but I like, I think I like the quality cause I don't think it, I don't think it's losing any integrity at all for this yeah. record. I need to sit with that more. I like that style. I just, it, I don't know why it just took me by surprise a little bit. Cause like, well, maybe what I need to do is just go from their older material to this and see if I can make sense of it. But that's a cool t- number one respect on that. It's ready a, it's, for, yeah. I guess I'm ready for, for, for your rapid fire. Number three is ozone because that's the, the last addition to my top 25 that I, uh, for the blog, because it came out, I think, in like either the very end of November or beginning of December. That's just a that's just that's a band people really need to fucking take a second and listen it's to. It's okay. It's okay. Oh my lord, brother! It's okay. that, band, probably, that band slaps, boss. It's, it's not bad. It's, it's not bad live. It's okay. Oh man! All right, buddy. Shutting <laughs> shutting you down is probably like the best EP maybe of this year. But I'll go on. I, all right, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far. Eh? Uh, you know what? This is uh, the reason we did it like this, guys. <laughs> uh, my favorite Oi record, which is my number two, is One by One. Uh, that's yeah, that's, that's some real good shit. Uh, came out never ran, never will. Records. I've listened to this so many fucking times. Uh, keep the kids running. It's just short, sweet, and like. Uh, I'm a little bit pickier with my oi and stuff. And like a lot of people like, you know, conservative military image, skinhead, uh, yellow stitches. I, I just, I like what, what one by one's doing. And then I do really like that new skinhead record. I will say. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was kind of pleasantly surprised by that. It was nice. My number one is, uh, uh, raw life. Dude. Hashing out <laughs> my favorite LP of the entire year. Uh, that shit's just so fucking good, man. That's like it's just it some hard ass core boss. It's it's hard as fuck. The first track starts off with like the most New Jersey fucking uh, guest spots by uh, Mister Hold My Own and Dude from E Town Concrete. So you can't beat that. And I just appreciate that it's well produced and that it didn't come out on a label, self released. So I can appreciate that and give it a little bonus points, but. Yeah, dude, that shit's fucking baller. Uh, that is my number one. All right, my turn. Yeah. All right, number three. Uh, grand scheme numbers game. Virginia hardcore all the time, always. It scratches the itch that Boston hardcore does, and that's, that's awesome. Really good. That's all. Yeah, I can. I'll sign on that one. Dude, they are amazing live too. They said, and I quote. They got up on stage. He said, we're grand scheme. We're not going to take any breaks. We're going to keep it moving. Russin's on holiday. Thanks to everyone for putting this on. Let's go. That was it. That's all they said. And then they played the greatest set ever. <laughs> uh, number two, we got Marathon by Millspec. 
locking out. Um, progressive hardcore is what I would label this as. I think this is a really special record. I don't think anything really sounds like this. And I think lyrically, it's also really um, beautiful. And I also think the tra- the tribute track to Riley Gale is very good. And it made me very happy. Um, and then number one, Chattanooga, Tennessee. I got gum with Slogan Machine. I think this is a combination of everything that's good about the current melodic wave of hardcore that's happening, you know, where you got Squint and Millspec and, you know, even adjacent bands like Military Gun. I think this is that, but distilled into a form that is still purely hardcore. And I think the lyrics on this album are beautiful. I think it's a beautiful statement about hardcore and about life and have listened to it a thousand times. Uh, the gum guys are great people. Yeah. That's my number one. I back that. Yeah. Can I rapid fire my honorable? So maybe I could redeem myself because there's probably some stuff that you guys actually like on, on this one. Go for uh, it. Go for it. Meantime, living. Yes. In- yes. That's on my, t- that's on the top. That almost made it. Uh, stiff meds, tales from the slab. Yeah, dude, you're making me yeah. so happy. Gasm, fuck you too. Uh, one of my, yeah. fa- one of my favorite, fuck, one of my, one of my, one of my favorites. Um, second nature from. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Is, is that be careful what you wish for? Is that what be, that one's called? That's absolutely, absolutely, absolutely sick. Um, if I'm going with an with an adjacent, this one I consider adjacent. The only reason I go with the. Military gun not being adjacent for me is because of my hardcore ties with those with the with those people. But with this one, um, flashback was a really good adjacent. Mm-hmm. Was it yeah. drip solo was a really good adjacent record. It's uh pretty much not even close to hardcore anymore, but it's it's really good. Um there there you go. And then uh for one of the best sets I saw was the uh Sanguisukabog. Uh, yeah. Sound and Fury set. It was super good. I didn't really stick with the record that much, but like the set was Chef's Kiss, a hundred percent. So there we go. I'll do really quick honorable mentions. I'll just put five bands from the southeast. Uh, No Cure, yeah. Yep. Pile, good one that dog pile set that we saw in uh chattanooga when uh we played there the other day fan fucking tastic dude all, all five of us were in the, were, were in that venue just losing our shit it was great yeah i just that's this fucking unreal uh make sure i get this band's name right lethal methods or lethal method yeah yeah that very good yeah band from nashville yeah. uh let's see dogmatic that shit's pretty fucking cool. That and shit then, is uh, cool. Yo, uh, I'd be dumb to not say to Dimension Six demo. Yeah, yep, yeah, uh, dude, that was it. really fucking good. When you told me to check it out, that's that was that was solid as fuck. It's some good shit, man. I'm excited to see them in FYA in a week or two. There's a lot of good hardcore out there. A lot of our like, check out all of what it takes lists, our lists. I did. You told me to to make a list to to piss some to do some uh to to piss some people off and I and I delivered. I wanted and yes, I'm, you I'm, did. 
I'm I'm fucking I give you a round of applause for that one. I wanted to be a disruptor today, but uh there's there's so many good uh, hardcore records for 2023. So uh that's that's about it for uh for 2023. We'll see y'all in uh for winter 2024. Many announcements, shows. I'm gonna have to censor myself in January because it's gonna get time to start being back on FM radio. Um, starting that launch for Tacoma Radio in January and uh oh. working on those shows, and it's gonna be a big year. It's uh, we're turning 20. Uh Woo! dead air is turning 20, and we're gonna be we're gonna do something about it. So uh and thanks for all y'all for being along with the ride. Um, anything else y'all want to say before we uh, get out of here? YJ, you can have closing statements. Oh, dude. Um, shout out Virginia. Shout out Southeast Hardcore. Pay attention to Richmond. Pay attention to Rona. Um, yeah. Perfect. All right. And...